everyone. Welcome to another episode of Our High Calling. I am your host, Brett Denman, and I pray this last week has been a good one for you. It's been very busy for my family. Uh, we visited the Messiah's Mansion. I was telling you about the sanctuary, the life-size sanctuary that came to the Chattanooga area that we toured. It was very informative, showed us how the sanctuary represents the gospel. Um, and then later in the week, we took a road trip uh, from northern Georgia, where we are, up to Kentucky, uh, about five hours, and we visited the Ark Encounter, which is a life-size model of Noah's Ark with a museum, and it was quite impressive. My family, even my 10-year-old son, was uh, pretty impressed by what we saw as a parent who had to pay for it. I believe I got my money's worth. I mean, this place you could spend easily four to five hours uh, walking around, uh, lots to read, lots of information to take in, all to the glory of God, all to show that God is in control and judgment is real. And just like Jesus says, we are living in the days of Noah. We are living in the, the days of Lot when things were very bad. And if you paying attention, you know Things are very bad when it comes to um, apostasy in the world, apostasy in the church. Uh, it's it's getting pretty bad. Um, that's why, you know, a lot of what we were studying was Old Testament stuff, right? Um, talking about Moses, talking about creation, talking about the antediluvians up there in the ark, and obviously talking about when Moses on... Uh, the mount was given um, directions on how to build the sanctuary, the temple. So it was um, Old Testament things, you know, and um, it's the same. It's it, God is using the Old and New Testament um, to educate us, right? And, and while uh, Christ was teaching the people, he was also educating his disciples for their future work. And in all his instructions, um, there were lessons for them. And, you know, as the life of Christ and the character of his mission, you know, as we dwell on them, you know, each each search, each time we go into the Word of God, whether it's in the Old Testament or the New Testament, something uh, is revealed to us. And hopefully something uh, more deeply, and hopefully it's interesting to you you know after giving the parable of the net you know jesus asked him have you understood all these things and they said unto him yea lord and then he, you know he gives another parable um and he you know said do you understand it and they you know yes okay and then there's a if you go to uh, the book of matthew and uh what i'm what i'm looking at is matthew 13 and i'm going to start in verse 51. And what I just read was, Jesus said unto them, Have ye understood all these things? And they said unto him, Yea, Lord. Then he said unto them, Therefore, every scribe which is instructed unto the kingdom of heaven is like unto a man that is a householder, which bringeth forth out of his treasure things new and old. So the treasure gained by the householder, he doesn't hoard it. He brings it forth to communicate to others. And by, uh, and by the use of the treasure increases. And the householder has precious things, both new and old. 
So Christ teaches that the truth committed to his disciples is to be communicated to the world. And as the knowledge of truth is imparted, it will increase. And if you are a mature Christian, you will understand that very well. As, as you read and understand the Bible, more and more truth is revealed to you. More of the layers are peeled away. And you keep continue to grow and grow and grow. You know, all um, who receive the gospel message in their into their heart, they'll long to proclaim it. And that's the purpose, uh, you know, that Jesus, uh, why he shared it, why he wanted his disciples um, to understand and to, and to put it in their heart because he, they, he was going to send them out to repeat what he said. But he needed them not to just have a head knowledge, but to have a heart knowledge. You know, those who have put on Christ will relate their experience um, to others. And, you know, we can trace our steps and show how it was, you know, the Holy Spirit led us into a desire to know Jesus. And we have this hungering and thirsting um, for the knowledge of God and of Jesus Christ whom God sent. And, you know, the result of our searching the scriptures, the praying, the soul agony, and the words of Christ to them is going to bring salvation to us. It's going to bring salvation to the hearers if we are sharing this testimony with them. You know, it's, it's unnatural for any of us to keep things a secret. For those who are filled with the love of Christ, we won't do it. it it's not something that we, we want to hoard, keep to ourselves. Um, you know, God has given us the sacred truth in the New and the Old Testament. And it should be our desire and, and that of others um, to share the blessings. And, you know, as we make known... Uh, you know, the rich treasure of God's grace to others, more and more grace uh, will be imparted to us. And, you know, what we're trying to do is to share uh, God's ministry, God's purpose, right? The purpose of Jesus Christ. And as people accept it, as they are humbled by the life of Christ, because as you muse upon the life of Christ, you have to understand that we fall woefully short of Jesus and, and, and his character, right? We are as filthy rags, as the Bible would say, when, if we want to compare ourselves to Christ, which I hope none of us do um, to the point where we get discouraged. You know, he, Christ is the standard that we are working towards. So don't get discouraged if you fall short. We all do. We all have good days and bad days, but we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. So we can overcome. We can do it, but we have to continue to, to study, and we have to continue to set the example for others. And when you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you should have the heart as like a little child. Um, and when I say that, it's... 
it's in its simplicity and unreserved obedience, right? So our souls will desire holiness. And the more and the more of the treasures of truth and grace that is revealed to us, we'll want to share to others. You know, you don't have to be in the church this long or in the church that long to share the good news of Jesus Christ. All you need to do is be touched by it and accept it. And you can share because Jesus is going to change us and people may notice there's a change in you. You know, if the follower of Christ will believe his word and practice it, there, there is nothing that we cannot grasp and appreciate. You know, take the natural world, for example. You know, we were out um, today. It was kind of a rainy day, but there was a little bit of sunshine. But we went out uh, to a place called uh, Nickajack Lake. And we weren't on the lake, but we were kind of out up in the woods. We can contemplate the beauty of nature. You know, we can study um, how the soil works, right? How trees grow. You know, the wonders of the earth, the sea, and the sky. And we can see God's hand in creation and how everything works symbiotically. How this has to work and this works, and they all work together. And can we, there's no way that we can. You know, we can uh, dive deep into the depths of, of the wisdom that um, the Bible reveals. But we're not going to understand everything. You know, we'll, we'll have to wait for God himself to reveal those truths to us. And, you know, so, but we have to keep studying the scripture, right? The word of God includes the scriptures of the Old Testament as well as the New. And one is not complete without the other. You know, Christ declared that the truths of the Old Testament are as valuable as those of the new. And, uh, you know, before Jesus was clothed in his divinity with humanity and came to our world, the gospel message was given by Adam, by Seth, by Enoch, by Methuselah, uh, Noah, Abraham, uh, by Lot in, in Sodom. From generation to generation, faithful messengers have proclaimed the coming Messiah. And, you know, the foundation of the sacrificial system, and this is what I learned at Messiah's Mansion, uh, there's a type and an anti-type. You know, the bloodshed as sacrifices in the, in the Jewish temple pointed to the sacrifice of the Lamb of God. And all the typical offerings were fulfilled in Jesus Christ on the cross at Calvary. You know, Jesus is manifested to the patriarchs as symbolized in the sacrificial service, you know, as portrayed in the law and as revealed by the prophets. You know, and that's what we that's what's revealed to us in the Old Testament. You know, Christ in his life, his death and his resurrection, you know, he is manifested by the Holy Spirit in the treasure of the New Testament, you know, our Savior, He is uh, revealed in the Old and the New. And, you know, one is, is looking back and one is looking forward. But it is God Himself that inspired, the Holy Spirit inspire, inspired men to write these down. 
you know, because Jesus himself is the originator of truth who, who spoke this to the patriarchs and the prophets. And he's the one that's shedding light on what's happening, the condition of man. Con right? He revealed to Noah that the, the, the heart of the people were only wicked continually. He revealed, even though Noah could probably see that, but God knows it because God knows the heart. There's nothing you can't hide from God. The, we can hide uh, from our spouse, from our family, from our co-workers. We can hide a lot of things, but you're not hiding anything from God. He knows everything. And the thing is, he's the one that's going to judge us ultimately. There's no point in trying to, to um, hide things from family and friends. They're not going to judge you. You may go your whole life being an embezzler. Maybe, you, maybe you've been a church secretary your whole life. But you've been stealing money and they never catch you your entire life. That's fine. You, you're, you're not judged um, ultimately by the men of this world. God is going to judge you. And when I was going to a Christian college, the one I graduated from, I mean, it wasn't the only school. Constant development and expansion. You know, the old... Uh, they are ever new, constantly revealing to the seeker for truth. Greater, they present the gospel message. They present the Bible in such a uh, easy uh, to understand way, and both present truths that will continually reveal new depths of meaning to someone who's truly a seeker. And I hope that's all of us. If you're listening to me, if you're listening to this Christian podcast then you are uh, a seeker. And God wants us to be diligent searchers of the truth. Because truth in Christ and through Christ is measureless. right? The student of the scripture um, looks unto Christ. Christ's words are like a fountain. And a fountain that is so deep you can't even see the bottom. Right? And like I said, in this life, we, we're not going to comprehend the mystery of God's love. We're not going to understand it. We're not going to understand agape love. You know, how, how the Father, um, you know, His love for us, His creation, He allowed His Son to be the appropriation for our sins. How are we going to understand that? How are we going to understand the work of our Redeemer on this earth? And what he went through for us, for our sin. He took on the punishment that we deserved. It's amazing, right? The truth is that Jesus can be experienced, um, but never fully explained. You know, it's height and breadth and depth past our knowledge. You know, we may task our imagination to the utmost. And, and then we shall see only a little bit of the outlines of the love that is unexplainable. It's as high as heaven. But Jesus came down to the earth. Right? God, uh, his divinity was with him, but he took on humanity. And what he did for us, right? We're talking about 
He left the courts of heaven and came down here and suffered. You know, how do we understand that kind of compassion, that kind of love, that kind of humility, right? You know, for us to appreciate that kind of sacrifice is, is something that's very difficult. Because if we did appreciate that kind of sacrifice, then we would stop sinning. But the truth is we don't. The truth is we continue to have our little pet sins. And if we are to overcome that, we have to search the word of God. And we have to see God emptied heaven for us. You know, our life is to be bound up with the life of Christ. And we are to draw um, constantly from him, partaking of him, the living bread that came down from heaven, right? The drawing uh, from the fountain, right? God is ever giving us abundant treasure because these little nuggets of truth that we continue to pull from the Bible as we study them, they are to be impressed upon our mind and hidden in our hearts. And when we do that, then we will truly see sin for what it is. Sin is the cause of the death of our Savior, of our Lord Jesus Christ. And we will hate it. If you truly love Jesus more than you love your own life, you will hate sin because it is sin that nailed him to the cross. But if, if, we keep the, if we keep Jesus ever before us, then we're, our hearts are going to go out in thanksgiving and praise to him. And that's what's going to make our religious experience, our Christian faith, fresh and exciting. Because the more the truth we discover, the more we want to share it. Now remember, we're just seed planters. We plant, someone else will come over and water. It's the Holy Spirit that's going to convict. But we just got to do our part. And you know, our prayers will take the form of a conversation with God as we would with a friend. You know, he will speak his mysteries to us personally. You know, often there will come a, a joyful sense of the presence of Jesus. And our hearts uh, will, will want to commune with him. Just like, he, just like Enoch, who walked with God for 300 years. And that's the kind of experience that we want to have. And that's the only kind of experience we can have if we study the Old Testament and study the New Testament as it is. You know, if those who possess um, this uh, principle of prayer, study the Bible, and witnessing, then you're not going to have room for the world. You're not going to have room to squeeze in all these other things that are not um, going to help you in eternity. All it is is a distraction. All it is is a time waster. You know, I listen to these guys at my work, these young guys. Eh, some of them aren't so young. Maybe I have one friend who's like in his 30s. They play these video games. And 
They start playing these video games, and the next thing they know, six hours is gone. You know, Satan loves that. Because, can you imagine how your spirituality would grow if you spent six hours a day in the Word of God? But God wants to help you. He wants you to have that desire to know Him. And it's, it, it's an experience with God which is going to make us a better witness for God. Because He wants us to be His representative. And He wants us to be teachers, just like He was a teacher. And if we um, are His witness, then um, if I do my part, you do your part, your neighbor, your friend, your churchman, if we all do our part, then we can canvas the whole world. And when the whole world hears the gospel message, then Jesus will return. So we have to have this desire because it is, it is the Spirit that is going to continue to lead and direct our path. It's the Holy Spirit that is, is going to bless us as we read, as we study the sanctuary message, as we study about Noah's Ark and the condition of the world at the time of the flood. What was even the flood, right? It was a judgment. And, you know, it just amazes me. I'm looking at this full-size replica of Noah's Ark. And the people around there would look at this thing and like, man, this is massive. Massive. And... Okay, maybe you say this guy's cuckoo. You know, he's off his rocker. But then what happens when you see the animals start walking? Noah wasn't leading the animals. The Holy Spirit was leading the animals, and the animals boarded the boat. That should have made people stop and think. Something's up. That's, that's not normal. But they didn't. Can you believe it? They still didn't. Those are the things that we need to be thinking about. Not thinking about, you know, whatever it is the world throws at you that occupies your time. And, you know, if you're a little bit older, listen, we have a whole young generation that doesn't know Jesus. There's a whole generation of young people that aren't in the church. And we need to reach out to them. So, we have to continue to, to put Christ first in our life. And when we do that, an appreciation of the Bible grows with every study that we have. And whichever way we may turn, uh, we will find inf infinite wisdom and, and the love of God, whether it's in the Old Testament or the New Testament. And, you know, as we near the close of this world's history, you know, the prophecies relating to the last days, they especially demand our, our study. You know, the book of Revelation, um, you know, Satan has blinded the minds of so many. Um, so they have been glad at any excuse for not studying the book of Revelation. But remember, Jesus says in Revelation 1 verse 3, Blessed is he that readeth, and they that hear his words of this prophecy, and keep those things which are written therein. Listen, Jesus calls studying the book of Revelation a blessing. And, you know, this is what we're searching for. Eternal life, not temporary life here on earth. 
eternal life. You know, John 17, 3 in part says, you know, Christ said that they may know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom thou hast sent. You know, why is it that we do not realize the value of this knowledge? And why aren't these truths, you know, warming our hearts and, and on our lips and, and in, our, in our minds? You know, at the end time, when things go down and, th and, and God's people are translated to heaven, right? The Bible says those that um, are dead in Christ will be resurrected, but those who are alive will be called up to meet them in the air. You know, in eternity, we shall learn all the mysteries of God. And we will receive all the enlightenment and understanding because we'll be given a re uh, glorified new bodies right we will be given a capacity for thinking unlike anybody has ever had here on earth god will open our minds to understand everything and you know we will study the themes of redemption of creation uh you know we will we the, the books of heaven will be open to us we will see why so and so didn't make it or why so-and-so did make it. You know, all the mysteries of what happened here or what happened there. What happened to the dinosaurs? We don't know. All these things are going to be revealed to us. But we have to desire now, today, to want to search the scriptures. The, the old and the new. So, reject any call to say we're New Testament Christians. We don't need the Old Testament. We absolutely do. Both the New and the Old Testament speak of Jesus Christ. And if that's who you desire to know better, if that's who you desire to um, reflect in your life, then you will, you will take the whole Bible from Genesis to Revelation and you will search it. And God will bless you just like he's blessed me and just like he's blessed many of my friends and people that I've come in contact with. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the New and the Old Testament, the 66 books that make up the Bible. Lord, I pray that you will put on our hearts a desire to study your word and that we know that we will be blessed with greater knowledge and wisdom and understanding that we may apply it to our life and share it with others. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, everyone. You have a blessed week, and we'll see you right back here next time. God bless.